0: This is it. Riverside Radio with Tom and Will. Review this, mother! I stole your opening line, Will. How do you feel? I feel, I feel emasculated
1: beyond compare.
0: <laughs> That's what I hoped would happen, you sissy girl.
1: I feel like the first Anglo-Saxons the Vikings came across
0: and, and castrated with venom. With venom? Castrated with venom?
1: Well, it's, it's hard to castrate with love. That's true. I found on my on my research.
0: Though I have a fair few times. Coming up on the show today, we've got Will's Music News. And
1: we have
0: Tom's Rant, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yes, yes. The top new feature that's gonna storm the nation.
1: we got music by Everything Everything, mm-hmm. by Amy Winehouse and Harry Styles,
0: and Wee Nelson. Wee, Willie Nelson? No, Wee. Wee Nelson. Wee Nelson. <laughs> well, like small, like a small Willie Nelson,
1: playing really <laughs> tiny folk ballads.
0: We've got also a top guest. A top guest. Top guests.
1: The Rapunzel of guests. <laughs> it's going to be spinning gold. <laughs> uh, but let's go straight into the- Moonlight by yes. Everything Everything. Moonlight with everything, everything. No,
0: no, it wasn't. It <laughs> that wasn't. was
1: everything. <laughs> Everything. Everything.
0: That was everything that's wrong with contemporary radio from Will
1: Hit. There's not enough time to fit in everything that's wrong with contemporary radio, Tom. We we only have an
0: hour. (laughs) And Sonny and Jake can't come in. Yeah, I quite like Everything Everything, though. They're a band from Manchester.
1: Which is good enough for me. Well,
0: I've never been, but they've produced some wonderful things. The Arga, is that from Manchester?
1: Well, the Arga is the oven.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they, they produced the Arga. Um, the Argonauts? The Argonauts, but Big not two. Jason. No. He had to go to Manchester to, to pick them all up uh, in his boat <laughs> and, uh, and everything, everything. And their previous work was better. So, sorry, lads, but you've dropped the ball and I've caught it.
1: I'm looking for my breaking news stab, Tom.
0: Oh, well, this is Radio Gold. <laughs> what are we going to do while you look on a computer for something? Oh, there we are. Breaking
1: news, Tom. Uh Uh-huh. Travis Scott. Right. New McDonald's merch includes a McNugget body pillow. Do you want Travis Scott's McNugget
0: body pillow, Tom? How big is the nugget pillow? What What is its measurements?
1: I mean, it's six feet.
0: Six feet?
1: It's not an insubstantial pillow, That is
0: not... I mean, that's too much pillow is what that is. (laughs) That's big enough to be a bed.
1: That's a man.
0: That's... (laughs) Do you think it's Travis Scott inside a pillowcase and he's going to come out at night and sort of cause all manner of mischief?
1: Really bizarre Trojan horse. (laughs) It's Travis Scott sneaking himself into the houses of America inside a big nugget pillow.
0: That was how the Greeks (laughs) had to try. They were just like, we've bought you massive pillows. Why are they so bumpy? No reason. (laughs) No reason. Now go and get a good night's kip. We'll be gone in the morning.
1: We'll just be outside. (laughs) It amazes me that anyone can buy a body pillow Mm -hmm. and not realise that they're incredibly lonely. There's no other situation in which the purchase of a body pillow makes
0: sense. Only if it's to compensate for the lack of another person in, in bed with you of an evening. It's a gateway drug, isn't it, to an inflatable? I'm sorry. I know it's pre-watershed, but we have to talk about the issues of the day. Presumably, the uh, the nugget doesn't come with an orifice.
1: Well, I think I think you could. Um, there's an option to make your own orifice.
0: <laughs> there always is with a nugget. With almost anything.
1: <laughs> That's... He said of the deal with McDonald's yeah. that they're they're bringing together two iconic worlds: so McDonald's and, and Travis Scott. <laughs>
0: I mean, I have to say, he's not being represented in either with the nugget body pillow. What he's done together is create a marriage between McDonald's and and sleep. I mean, it's the death of the author, isn't it? What's missing is Travis Scott, not Travis Singer of Billionaire with Bruno Mars. It's a, it's a different person. I've been making that, that sort of rookie error for years. People will be thinking I'm a complete boob. On with the show. Onwards and upwards. New segment, Tom. Oh my gosh. Watch Mojo lists.
1: (laughs) So it's a new big segment that we're testing out. For fans of
0: our Zoom edition podcasts. Yes. So
1: uh, Watch Mojo do terrible top ten lists. Yes. Each week we will now assess them. (laughs) That's the the segment. (laughs) Okay. This week, top ten facts about China's one-child policy.
0: What a list! They've ordered them?
1: Some facts are better than others,
0: Tom. There are some (laughs) cracking facts. What on earth are the honourable mentions? What are the facts that they've (laughs) Rumours! Things that almost became (laughs) facts. Things we couldn't verify include...
1: They start the video as well with saying, so watch Mojo every week releasing a new video of current news. It's so like, who's been waiting for WatchMojo's top ten facts about the one child policy <laughs> that started um, 40 years ago? Yeah,
0: you can have that button, can't you, where you get a notification when they put up a new video. Yeah. just like, oh, thank goodness. Shut <laughs> 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 ourselves <laughs> 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 in, lads. I only have four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to round out my facts. The tenth. Sure. The, which, the worst. <laughs> the worst, worst fact. The worst, best fact About their policy. It was that the one-child policy meant that you could only have one child. That's the opening (laughs) fact. That feels like that's just left over from their (laughs) introduction. that there was absolute stipulation in the one-child policy that, yes, it's one child. Is that the fact? No, they took it very seriously, actually, when they said one-child policy. They really, really actively pursued it.
1: Hey, hang on, is thats is that two kids? You've not know, heard the policy. You've not read the, read the law. Dang, put a lot of time into that, madam, with your big double stroller.
0: Right, OK, so number 10, the policy title... <laughs> lift up to the actual ballast of the idea yeah okay what's next
1: next one i'm gonna skip through
0: sure we don't so have all day
1: number number seven uh-huh big uh gender disparity
0: the ratio is
1: uh, 117 to 100
0: oh, in wow. favor of men wow uh
1: which i think sounds great all the boys <laughs> all the boys over there in china
0: got yeah thirty million more lads. <laughs> exactly. Think of all the all the people you can go and take to see the hangover. Just the boys. Amen. Hey, they're that nagging. Not in China.
1: Not in China no. Number five, generation of overindulged children.
0: Oh what, because they what, they're all they're all <laughs> Yeah, they're all a bunch of spoiled brats in China, aren't they? That's what I thought when <laughs> when we saw in Wuhan. And I thought, oh look at these, look at these molly coddled freaks. When your your sister gets
1: abandoned at birth, you become such a spoiled little, <laughs> so entitled bunch of nerds. Yeah, well, those are three of our, <clears throat> oh,
0: our ten facts. Should we go to the ads? We're going to go to the big half past ads, a, and we're back a cliffhanger. with
1: cliffhanger. We're back with four more facts <laughs> about China's <story. laughs> One child policy. Welcome to Riverside on DAB. <laughs> <laughs> This is Riverside Radio with Tom and Will review this, this mother. I think it speaks volumes about the the demography of Riverside Radio that one of the two ads available at the half past slot is a minute's worth <laughs> of retirement community.
0: And the other one about losing weight. Yeah. <laughs> cut down on, <laughs> cut down on fatty foods. Go to a retirement home, and we'll we'll accompany you on the drive here at review this mother.
1: What's the point of us doing our hot takes on China's one-child policy?
0: <laughs> We're talking to, to a bunch of menopausal women. Um, cut that out the the, the podcast. <laughs> um, but as promised, yeah,
1: we've got more facts. Mm. Number four, uh huh. There's been a, a big rise in twins. 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 What, since they've stopped? No, you, you were allowed to have twins. Oh, I see. So there were, there were in a 10-year period, the number of twins doubled. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, But, but, but is
0: that just because there were less children? So comparatively... <laughs> so the, there the, were the more... four twins that there were actually now... All... <laughs> so ...were more represented in the graph, surely. <laughs> you can't just go, oh, well, I'll have twins. That's not how... Breeding works.
1: I think, I think you can manufacture twins.
0: No, you... Well,
1: yeah, but... If you make love in a tree, you get twins. Why did no one teach you this in, in sex ed?
0: <laughs> they did. They just didn't tell me there had to be someone else with me in the tree to begin with.
1: There's been a big rise in twins and in birth tourism.
2: Birth tourism.
1: I think it's just having one child in China, then moving to America to having another. Oh, to have another. Oh, I see. It's called birth tourism, but it, it sounds... What, do, you then,
0: do they then go back, or do they just stay? In a I think
1: they then just stay. Oh, okay. So I think it's just mm-hmm. moving, isn't it, really? It doesn't <laughs> really need...
0: Not, that's not birth tourism. <laughs> it already had a name. That's just moving house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whenever someone moves... All right, having another kid, are you? <laughs> Popping another one out. All <laughs> the old age pension birth tourists. <laughs> moving to their retirement community <laughs> to... <laughs> what are you going to conceive,
0: more? Granny Margaret? okay
1: birth tourism just sounds like a really weird lads holiday where they just (laughs) oh jeff we're gonna go see a a water birth in nicaragua and a a c-section in guam
0: c-section in guam i like that right number two fact number two Uh uh-huh uh there's gonna be a
1: top heavy population a very old population in china
0: well there's gonna be a very old population everywhere that's just, I mean, there is a very old population. That's what we have. At the, most of this is just facts about the world. Do they do they specifically say why that affects China?
1: Just because there were, so all of these um, one children hmm. are now ageing. Well, yeah. And also <laughs> having fewer children. <laughs> I'm not a demography scientist, Tom. Pivoting away from the one child policy.
0: Well, no, it was dumb.
1: I didn't Uh, didn't write down number one.
0: You didn't write down number one. You didn't. We were going through that top ten list and you thought (laughs) uh, People won't want to know what the number one fact is. That's it.
1: (laughs) Too often on top ten lists people get obsessed over What one? I like the build-up. You
0: like the runners-up. Yeah. Why don't you guess your own one?
1: I, just, I live my life in a, in a kind of perpetual state of edging, <laughs> where I, just, I really like the build up to any fun, but I don't, I don't need the fun. I mean, we've made a
0: lot of amateurish moves in the past hour, <laughs> in the past year, doing this. And I think that is, that is the most amateurish thing I've ever heard. The fact that you just didn't do a number one, that you just didn't write it down. What could have possessed you? <laughs> what sort of editor- strange editorial mind do you have? We're just like, no, ending it there. If this was a top nine list, Tom, <laughs> you would have had all of them. No, I you're didn't. Just, you're too I greedy. Didn't, because you cut out. You started at 10 and then you leapt to five and then you finished at two.
1: Well, let's just say <laughs> two was one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so the, the number one fact was people are getting older. <laughs> A dire state of affairs happening in China. They're all aging.
1: Communism must be stopped. <laughs> no inglorious capitalism where everyone's young forever. <laughs> Thank you, Reagan, yes, thanks, who's Reagan. famously
0: still alive. We're now going into our hot new segment. It's Hammy's rant about this. Whether this.
1: Sometimes changes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there's sometimes it will just be an extended rant (laughs) about my lack of hope about my own future. If you want
1: more of that, catch me living my life. (laughs) That's what I do most of the time. Yes, you
0: can find me in a cafe somewhere in South London looking sad. (laughs) Yeah, so I turned on uh, Newsnight last night. And I saw that someone was being interviewed by Kirsty Walker. She had a book out because she worked in the Trump administration for Melania Trump. And she was talking about her book and how, why she had to write it. And she realised working in the administration that she had to expose the real Trump family as they truly are. And Michael Cohen, formerly Trump's attorney, uh, also has a book out this week exposing, you know, life inside the administration as it really is. It's quite common this that people at a certain point, work with Trump, just turn around and say, "Well, I have a I have a book now telling the real story, exposing the real person." It's like yeah, we know, we know who he is. Th- I mean, imagine 1943, right? Suddenly, Hermann Goering has a book out, being like, "I realized that it wasn't the Hitler that I thought I knew." You know, he started as such a such an ambitious charming man and then it all fell apart when the- we did the first beer hall putch, <laughs> he had such nice
1: ideas <laughs> it was all about building building motorways and
0: schools yeah. and bringing back the kaiser but in a in a fun way in a fun way yeah does that the nuremberg trials with just like we you did you it did, you did all these atrocities
1: yeah but have you read the book i really regret the direction we went in Trump Trump started like, the campaign mm. with grabbing people by various things. Sure, like there are no more skeletons. No, exactly. We, we figured it out on day one. Yeah, exactly.
0: Precisely that. It's not. There's no new revelation. There's an article in the Guardian. It was someone saying nothing has affected Trump before, but could this? <laughs> because some insider was, you know, is leaked that he doesn't like people in the military.
1: I was like, well,
0: no. Probably not,
1: but my editor said I needed a piece <laughs> for page eight So I wrote this These 400 pages of book. Yeah, so profoundly
0: useless So that's Hammond's rant was that fun? No, yeah, it's about like no
1: more no more Trump
0: books Well, the, the basic point is if someone works at a terrible place that we know is terrible for years And then turns around and says I've written a book about it Don't
1: be like, oh, oh, okay.
0: So you were good after all. The
1: moment I got fired, I was like, oh, that was awful. The
0: moment in which it looks like he might be voted out of office, I switched sides (laughs) like any decent person would. Also, it's funny how everyone in the administration also brings up the complaint that they weren't paid as much as they hoped. (laughs) Just a side note about being employed in the Third Reich. Terrible atrocities. And also... Like, you know, holiday pay? What happened to that? Where's my dental, Göring? <laughs> <laughs> Nasty man. Also, I couldn't get the down payment on a second home.
1: That's why we had to invade Paris. It's just for, <laughs> just to move somewhere a bit more socialist Frugal
0: man never paid his round. Oh, obviously, I'm so hateful.
1: Breaking news, Tom. Yeah. Rapper Cilento.
0: Uh-huh. Have you heard of Cilento? No, but I can whisper for him if he wants.
1: Salento uh-huh. is charged after attacking strangers with small axe. <laughs> <laughs> Only a small axe. He's not, he's, he's not a maniac. Just a, just a little axe.
0: <laughs> like a little novelty axe. Just, <laughs> like, uh-uh.
1: like a little plastic axe.
0: Knock, knock. It's Salento.
1: You can't hear him coming And he's got his little <laughs> novelty axe
0: I'm the Wood woodcutter Chop, chop, chop Is that what's happened? Is that the news? Or did he hurt someone And we're being too glib. <laughs> he didn't hurt anyone he didn't hurt, he didn't hurt anyone Not with his tiny axe We'll never know what led Salento <laughs> that day To pick up his tiny axe Pick up his tiny axe <laughs> his With tiny axe. his
1: little hands And go out on his <laughs> mini his rampage hands Right <laughs> he's Slightly
0: miffed you can bear arms. You can count <laughs> little arms as long as they're just very, as, long as they're teeny tiny.
1: If you go to a gun shop, there should be like a lot of questionnaire of how angry you are. <laughs> if you're, if you're only a little angry,
0: <laughs> just uh, buy tiny firearm. Um. Well, we hope the victims are fine.
1: Well, they they disarmed him.
0: Oh, I see. Um, and he's had to pay seventy nine thousand pounds in bail. Oh, right. Was that them trying to sort of? You know, sales people do try and make the price look a bit bit more attractive. It's not eighty thousand pounds, it's seventy nine. A whole different ballpark. Get it while
1: it's hot. <laughs>
0: the other jail's doing eighty. Yeah. Well, uh I Neither
1: Salento ho- nor any representatives have commented on the case. Oh right. So, well uh, so shut up. <laughs> Breaking news, Tom. Sure. What? I didn't even—I didn't even get close to my stab. There. No,
0: you didn't. You didn't.
1: Donald Glover. Uh huh. Talks potential childish Gambino plans. Right. And uh-huh. his urge to write a Bible.
0: To write a Bible. To
1: write a Bible. He's really—he's really, he's really thrown it on the end there. <laughs> Apparently, he—he's had plans to write a Bible in a while. I don't know if he. In knows. a while. Um, not for, for a while.
0: One. In a while.
1: I mean, you have got to plan these things. I'm not going to do
0: it anytime soon.
1: He's not Ian McEwan, Tom. You don't just sit down to knock out a quick Bible. Sure. For, for a man that's planning on writing a Bible, he doesn't go into a lot of detail about it. It has to be said. <laughs> um, it, it sounds like an afterthought. Well, I
0: suppose when they first started writing the Bible, they didn't have much ideas either, did they?
1: Well, I mean, they had the life of, of Jesus.
0: Well, did they start writing after or some of it? Presumably, they were making notes at the time.
1: This is great. <laughs> <laughs> More of this, please. Yeah, more.
0: (laughs) He could have just been a sort of a supporting character, Jesus. It was actually about, you know, one of the other disciples. And then the publishers were like, do you know, actually, we've been looking over the notes. And uh, we're really like this this bearded guy with the weird birth. I know Ezekiel
1: seemed to be taking a lot of the thrust (laughs) at this point. But actually... I think you've really hit a nail on the head with this Jesus it, character.
0: Yeah, exactly. We, that's what the people are really interested in.
1: Donald Glover was talking to his shaman, mm. who he has sure no no explanation necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shaman says, "You've got to hurry up. How long do you think people are going to wait?
0: What for the Bible? For the, okay,
1: it's, it's kind of assuming that he's either the George R. R. Martin <laughs> figure of biblical texts that we're all we're all desperately waiting for the new Chardos Gambino Bible.
0: I wonder which will hit first. Glover's Bible or, or the next- what is it? Is it the Winds of Winter?
1: Yeah, and it is gonna be like a super Thursday of publishing. Mm. We We don't want to put them out on the same things.
0: I, li- I like the idea of it being like a super Tuesday in terms of like American elections, where it's like, instead of just, you know, two Republicans, it's two books. <laughs> Illinois and Michigan being like, no, we want- we want the Bible. We don't want the fantasy book. And George Armand has to sort of concede and be like, I will no longer write my book.
1: It's the Electoral College, they screwed me. My book was winning across all states, then they come in. It's the more popular book. But I, I do hope he streamlines, because writing music and a Bible is tricky. Because I think Moses, when he sat down to write his sections, mm. I don't think he had a, a side hustle.
0: No, well, he was, he was in exile, wasn't he?
1: you got a lot of time when you're in
0: action. So you have so much time. I mean, just time like you wouldn't believe.
1: <laughs> that's what That's what they never talk about with Trotsky, is all the stuff he got done yeah. when he was in Siberia. I mean,
0: when the ice bit came in, he was drawing up just the most exciting, sort of sprawling space opera. It was like, <laughs> you know, forget all that, you know, the workers own the mean of production nonsense. <laughs> I want to see, you Starts know, heating up on Captain Flint fight Mars. He was just sort of pitching it in a cafe and looked up, suddenly, bam, there's an ice pick. You know, and that'll happen to Glover as well. He'll be sitting down writing the Bible and then, whoosh, you get any creative ideas, you get an ice pick to the face. What uh, a horrible society. a <laughs> horrible society. That's how Winehouse died, writing the new album. She looked up, there was the ice pick. Freedom. Um, Let's go
1: into some Harry Styles. (laughs) Yes. Then we're going to bring in our our top guest. Our top guests. This is watermelon
0: sugar.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's my favourite. That's my favourite intro one. That
0: I love it. Yeah, we've actually got the choir with us in the room. It's the Battersea Working Man's Choir. They're all sopranos. They work in the
1: Helium Mines. (laughs) They do. You know, Childish Gambino's name comes from the Wu-Tang name generator. Yes. Yeah, so I just put mine in. Uh-huh. Uh, it's Thunderous Demon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's pretty dramatic. That's very nice. Yeah.
1: I'm like the Thor of Southwest London. Yeah. He was a Thunderous in Demon. The, you in will Hawaii.
0: occasionally attack people with a hammer. You know, um, You know. he
1: was also God of Trees. What, Thor? Yeah, as well as like, Thunder and Lightning, which I didn't think get... Got played up that, enough in the film. That
0: feels as if you know they were dividing up other things in the environment, and someone had to get trees, like an accounting job that he has to do. You know, just <laughs> or the make
1: power overflow. Well, just make we to balance the budgets. You know, he's just
0: got to occasionally just water some chestnuts.
1: Well, I just think it, it would have been a great plot point in the film if the oh my god, Thor, we have to get to the top of the tower. Well. You know, I'm going to plant this oak, I'm going tree, to plant an oak tree in 90
0: years. It won't help the mission, but it will help the wider environment for centuries. The biggest uh...
1: mission is climate change. <laughs> Actually, Hawkeye,
0: <laughs> you big dweeb. You big dweeb. Let's, let's introduce... He's a massive dweeb.
1: Let's introduce our guest.
0: Um, sure. Well, I mean, how to introduce our guest today. guest. I suppose with a slightly underwhelming introduction. His friends describe him as Rick. But his colleagues describe him as Richard. <laughs> it's good to be here. It is. What was that? That was
1: an inappropriate choice.
0: That was a terrible choice. To music. Uh, yes, it's Mr. Rick for a <laughs> Woo Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. How are you, Rick? I've
2: been MIE. MIE? Moses in Exile. I've been away for a while. You've been
0: out. You've been. On the show before, yeah, but that. long before it was reviewed this mother Oh yeah, yeah When it was, long uh, while back. you know, when it was just Will and his dream. <laughs> Still um, chasing that
1: dream. <laughs> I think the armed forces should replace "Missing in Action" with "Moses in Exile." Yeah. I think it'll bring a lighter mood to the death of a loved one.
0: <laughs> what if he's Moses in exile? <laughs> Your he's, son,
1: he's done the old Moses in, in exile. exile. <laughs> he's off
0: writing the great book. <laughs>
1: It's going to come down from a mountaintop. He's chasing inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know
0: what's going to happen. So, Rick, do you want to tell the listeners something about yourself?
2: Oh, okay. So, I, I, I'm producing esports coverage at the moment. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. Wow. So it's
0: the
1: first guest we've had with the job. I know this exactly. It's
0: amazing. <laughs> We've had like a swimming teacher on. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, none of the guests have really. Um, well, we have
2: we have guests, so we have sort of, um, sort of esports fans come on, but nobody bites out of floats or that sort of thing. Nobody you
0: know. bites floats. Well, there's always
2: bite marks out of floats.
0: Have you ever had uh, Mark Phelps in? No, no. Or do you mean Michael Phelps? No. <laughs> oh, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. Who's Mark? <laughs> I was combining. Uh, Michael Phelps with Mark Phelps the man who informed on Nixon oh
1: right which Michael
0: <laughs> Phelps never did no, no, he no. never
1: squealed <laughs> old shallow throat
0: <laughs> Michael Phelps it'd be very easy if Michael Phelps had been deep throat to have distinguished him <laughs> you know if you were Woodward and Bernstein and you're into a car park and it's just a dripping man in swim trunks um, I would
1: have liked to have seen Michael Phelps when he got given like an interview or they were giving him the medal uh-huh. and the National Anthem was playing and he was just shouting out administration
0: secrets (laughs) state secrets yes
1: I know where the codes are lads you can't silence old Michael you wouldn't let me into your intern program at the White House so I vowed to become a swimmer and tell them what you were doing in Nicaragua
0: Do you remember when there was the Olympics 2012 opening ceremony, and halfway through they did a tribute to victims of the 7/7 bombing, and in America on NBC they cut away from that to do an interview (laughs) with Michael Phelps (laughs) because they were like, "Oh, they won't want to see that." (laughs) So, Michael, how do you swim?
1: I remember in after the 9-11 footage when we cut away (laughs) to Stephen Redgrave (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just more important. He's got more (laughs) stuff going on.
0: It's just people like more local news (laughs) That's what happened there.
1: Breaking news Tom.
0: Okay. I can't help but feel that we haven't really spoken to Rick enough (laughs) This is what happens when we have a guest on.
1: Fine breaking news Rick's still here (laughs) (laughs) We haven't left.
0: Uh Uh-huh. There we go. There we are.
2: What was Moses doing in Exile again?
0: Well, he killed someone. Did he? Yeah. Who? Killed um, Ramesses, didn't he? Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he grabbed him was like, yeah. we're leaving. <laughs> Take that. We're out of here, Rammers <laughs> And then just hit him with a... No, he killed the people who made the ox. Ah. Because he was like, I don't I don't like that. Die. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I've been up a mountain. <laughs> I remember when uh, Rick and I went to climb Snowdonia, and oh, yeah, Rick yeah. stopped at the the base at base camp, uh, and I went up, and uh, four hours later came back down and found that Rick had erected a statue of a, a giant pig. Because you know, Mint Cake does amazing things. No, it does, doesn't it? You know, if you if you waiting by a mountain top too long. You just, you have to build a statue.
1: I mean, altitude sickness is a, is a mad thing.
0: It is no. a mad thing. It is a mad thing. It's remember when go-
1: Edmund Hillary came down from Everest, <laughs> and he he hated sheep. <laughs> Could not stop going on about sheep. Uh-huh. Every interview he did was like, how was the top of Everest? It's like, we've got too many sheep! I'd like to think of
2: the disciples as almost like a sort of assassination squad. Like seven psychopaths. Sure. They all sort of had their own methods.
0: But then they didn't kill anyone
2: well well yeah well maybe than... in gambino's bible <laughs> <laughs> it's all very different they're all trying to kill
0: jesus yeah yeah right breaking news tom yeah and rick
1: caught the end of the stab there <laughs> evil knievel's son uh-huh suing disney over right. alleged toy story 4 knockoff Oh. oh, Keanu Reeves, of course, played that character based on him. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Or, or, or oh. not based on him? We don't oh. know. No, exactly. Allegedly. We, we
0: don't do libel here. <laughs> so we just like to apologise on behalf of Mr. Knievel and his family. What's his son called? Kelly. Kelly Knievel. Kelly Knievel.
1: <laughs> it's. It's not. It's not quite evil, is it?
0: <laughs> what Kelly can evil? Yeah, Kelly can evil.
1: Evil. So, so, Keanu Reeves played Duke
0: Kaboom. Ah,
1: who may or may not be based on Evil Can Evil. I mean, there are only so many stuntmen to base the stuntman on. But the thing is, right?
0: Surely that's allowed. You're allowed to call someone Duke Kaboom, aren't you? Like, like that's not against the law.
2: But is he, is he suing him because of his likeness to Evil or the likeness of Kenny? he's being sued by being too (laughs) similar to to the concept of evil
0: (laughs) (laughs) which we thought was patented (laughs) this is a bit close to the bone for me here guys it's getting a bit mean
1: so they they released a duke kaboom doll oh right uh, as part of a happy meal
0: and he thought it was too similar Kids are just getting a Duke Kaboom thing and thinking they're getting an Evil Knievel doll. <laughs> I mean, how can they even differentiate? <laughs> They'll be going to the playground saying, Oh, I've got Evil Knievel. it will be Duke Kaboom. <laughs> They'll be beaten up.
1: Wait, is it if anyone's going to buy a Duke Kaboom doll and think, Well, I'm not going to watch the Evil Knievel documentary now? <laughs> I've funny. got all the fun I need. <laughs> What does what Kenny do? What's his job? This is the sad <laughs> thing about being the son of just. He's a, a-
0: park ranger.
1: He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like stunt driver light, you know? <laughs> if you're just like the son of a famous person, particularly a dead famous person, your, mm. your entire career just seems to be suing people who are kind of near it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure
2: Sean Lennon has quite a few court
1: cases.
0: Well, did Toy Story have a character who was high all the time and performed domestic abuse? <laughs> and Sean Lennon was like, no way! <laughs>
1: That's my old man (laughs) Uh, Uh, We uh, were talking about Evil Knievel's son, Kelly Before the break Mm. Been having a look at his filmography Sure. This is his production Or films he's been involved with in producing Uh So there's Evil Knievel, Snake River Canyon The Uh Evil Knievel Way I Am Evil Knievel Being (laughs) Evil (laughs) Collision Course and stuntman, do you think? Do you think whenever Kelly comes in for a pitch meeting, <laughs> Kelly, have you considered <laughs> broadening you? We love, we loved evil. Uh-huh. We lo- we love him. We love him here at Miramax.
0: Don't get us wrong. Now, does your next film have the word evil or can evil in it? No, I promise. I swear, no. Have a look, <laughs> stuntman.
1: <laughs> Kelly, I've read the first page. He's already jumped over a lot of stuff.
0: <laughs> where does the story go? Well, the thing is, more stuff, obviously. You know, if he jumps over stuff at the beginning, people will be like, oh, that's great. When's he going to do that again? And he does it on the next page.
1: <laughs> What's the inciting incident?
0: He jumps over more, <laughs> more, more buses. Where does the conflict come in? Well, you know, he has to g- go bigger. Someone else jumps <laughs> Someone else there. jumps there. And he's like, what are you doing?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Sue <Stop>. him! <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a very arbitrary call proceeding? <laughs> Breaking was, news. I was looking at a Guardian interview with uh, Kelly Knievel, just sure. to r- wrap up that discussion before yes. we do the news, <laughs> that he's sort of recalling his father's memories and then they talk about the money that, he, that uh, Kelly Knievel has uh, he now owns the intellectual property rights the Knievel name and a huge collection of memorabilia which is on tour in the UK <laughs> well how does memorabilia go on tour? it's just sort of like oh we're bringing a bike to Coventry is
2: it like a tea tray? wait for the oh so it's get, get memorabilia on it <laughs>
1: take your pick. Your- it's not the Olympic torch they <laughs> <laughs> just get random people from villages to walk around holding a off the bike <laughs> Well, see, it's like when the dinosaur went on tour from, from like the national museum whatever national history museum uh-huh. natural history natural museum. history museum come on will <laughs> it's natural
0: it's only natural <laughs> carry on
1: but no, um you can go and see it in inverness
0: if you're looking for a <laughs> well, still, even...
1: and that is a product plug
0: <laughs> <laughs> well if you're not doing anything on the weekend in inverness go and look at a bike for heaven's sake. <laughs> for heaven's sake, look at the bat worth the trip.
1: <laughs> Breaking but. news. Okay. Eminem fan uh-huh. sets records for having the most tattoos of the same musician.
0: What was the previous record?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> was <Two>. it one?
1: <laughs> it was Eminem had one of himself. And now a fan has two. It also doesn't. It doesn't say in the title if an Eminem fan just had lots of tattoos of a different musician, uh-huh. but just also <laughs> quite likes Eminem. <laughs> so
0: it's the most amount of tattoos of specifically Eminem or of all musicians. I think of of any musician of any musician. Oh, okay. It's oh. Nicky
1: Patterson of Aberdeen. <laughs> So, quite near the Evil Knievel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it
0: was a hell of a day trip. You could go look at the bike and then uh, go and look at her. <laughs> you could have a look at Nikki Patterson. In. <laughs> do, you, do
2: you think she goes to the same place to get it done? The tattoos, that is.
0: Well,
1: w- What's it this time, <laughs> Nikki?
2: <laughs> same again, same again. <laughs>
0: Oh, is it Eminem? Oh, okay. What if it's a sort of a stop-motion cartoon of Eminem sort of eating a sandwich? So you just... You start with him holding the sandwich going, Yum! And then just sort of slowly up the arm until the armpit, it's him sort of wolfing it down. <laughs> and like a friend of his, like, poking through the door, be like, You got through that BLT quick.
2: <laughs> uh, another round of tattoos. <laughs> if they get next time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or a pity. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nikki has 52 tattoos. 52? 16 of week. which are <laughs> of her musical hero. Six- only 16. Yeah, that's not that many. I think that's a quarter, isn't it?
2: I was expecting way more. No, yeah, it's not. I was
1: expecting way more.
2: I hope they're big, at least.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if, if you go to see Eminem with a tattoo of himself, he better not be able to squint.
2: <laughs> I wonder which musician is second to that. So someone's what, Who
0: had more...
2: Yeah. yeah, which musician has the second most tattoos of them?
0: I reckon someone out there will have 11 tattoos of Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I got 20 Kenneth Williams. (laughs) So you've got the
0: third amount of tattoos of a carry-on star on you. (laughs) Because I got 25 of (laughs) Charles Autry on my thighs.
2: All really small.
1: (laughs) Imagine if he had 15 and then they said you could break the record but you just stopped liking the musician. (laughs) I'd love nothing more to get one more Lars Ulrich, but actually <laughs> I actually listened to some of the back catalogue because you don't like it anymore You're getting you
0: know? a, your 16th of Rivers Cuomo and then you hear Weezer's cover of Africa by Toto and you're like, stop! <laughs> no. no! Get this changed
1: Laser it, baby. Um, You've been listening to Review This Mother
0: You have, we well, probably haven't <laughs> more likely that you haven't but if you have god bless you and see you in two weeks yes mm. yes thank you for the <laughs> snake. that's all good yes. all good radio shows end on the word yes <laughs> yes <laughs> right well, I-, I would fine. say
1: we have someone coming up but she never comes in <laughs> yeah no so. so
0: welcome to an hour of, of just noise
1: <laughs> it's hard to promote an abyss
0: tom <laughs> but nietzsche found a way And with Nietzsche found a way, here's Gwen Stefani.